Welcome to Spotlight, the Allison H. Larson Show. If you're ready for inspiration and tips to improve your life, hear what some of the fascinating minds of today have to say. Our hope is that you'll live your passion and inspire the world. And now, here is your host, Allison H. Larson. Welcome today to Spotlight. I'm really looking forward to today's show. We've been talking over the past few weeks about this idea of the archetypes of the divine feminine. So what does it take to step into this divine alignment? And here's the truth. When we align with our truth, miracles are inevitable. Let me say that one more time. When we align with our truth, miracles are inevitable. So as we take time to discover who we are and as we align with what we desire in life, what brings us the most happiness and fulfillment, what brings us the greatest joy and what allows us to show up most fully in the world as these divine feminine creators, as we step into that space and understand that about ourselves, then we're able to show up in that divine feminine. So there are four components to the divine feminine that we've been talking about today. And, um, and, and I just want to review these. We've been talking about these for the past month, but these are really important. And I want to share with you a little bit about more about my story and why these are so important to me. But there are these four aspects of the divine feminine. So within each of us as women, and, and this goes for men too, but for each of us, we have this aspect of the healer, this archetype of the healer. So we've talked about the healer over the past couple of weeks. The healer is the one that allows us to be intuitive, to have awareness, to take care of ourselves and other people. And when we're aligned with the healer, it's so beautiful because we are able to step into that divine role of caring for others. And women are beautiful nurturers and caregivers. The second archetype, which we'll be talking about today, is the warrior. This is the fierce woman, the one who's focused and determined, the producer and the protector. This is that part of us, of the divine feminine, that allows us to be safe, that allows us to set boundaries, to get things done, and to take care of ourselves. And we've got this archetype of the temptress. And of course, the temptress is sexy. She's flirty. She's fun. She's carefree. And for men, the archetype that aligns with the temptress is the magician. So remember, and it's the same thing. It's that sexy, fun, flirty, carefree part. And then lastly, for women, we have the queen. For men, it's the king. But when you are in balance with this archetype, when you're familiar with this part of yourself, you're confident, you're responsible, you're in charge, you know how to delegate, you have that long-term picture, you know that you are in control of your life. And all of these, when they align together, make up the divine goddess. Now, why is it so important that we're talking about these four different archetypes? Why is it important that we learn about these? What does this have to do with divining with our line or creating happiness and fulfillment in our life? Well, what I've discovered over the past decade of working with entrepreneurs and especially women entrepreneurs is that oftentimes we have this ideal that we think a woman should be. Now, this ideal could be based on what we were taught when we were growing up. It could be based on the experiences, the past experiences we've had, could be based on our culture or our religion that we grew up in. And usually what happens is we end up identifying one or two of these as a powerful divine female. 
And we step into this role, but we start ignoring the others. And then there's these parts of us that don't step up and produce. So, for example, uh, in the culture that I grew up in, in the religion I grew up in, in the family I grew up in, it was really interesting because I was always taught that women were supposed to be nurturers, that it was ideal to be a stay-at-home mom, that the woman should cook and clean and take care of her family and always be there for her kids. And all those things are great. But that's what I was taught, and that's what I took on as the meaning of what the divine feminine was. Now, it was really interesting, too, because in my household, my mom worked, and she worked full-time as well as my dad, and my mom was kind of the one that would be in charge of taking care of us kids because my dad was a newscaster, so he would go to work at like 2 p.m. every day and get home at 11 p.m. And so my mom was the one who was also in charge of cooking the dinner. And she was the one that was in charge of the finances. And she was the one that was in charge of running that household. And so she was in her warrior energy a lot. So what I saw was, yes, we had had this, I had this ideal for what a woman should look like, this healer, this nurturer, this caregiver, this stay-at-home mom. But I also had an example in my life of this woman who was a fierce warrior, who was a producer and a caregiver, and she set some clear boundaries in her life. My mom was a very black and white person. You know, this is right, this is wrong. Very warrior type energy. So Consequently, when I grew up and now I stepped into womanhood, I had this really interesting balance between feeling like I needed to be a healer, but wanting to be a warrior. I wanted to be like my mom. I loved her. I thought she was such an incredible woman. So I wanted to be this warrior, but I also would feel really guilty. And when it came time for me to get married and have my kids, I remember I got married at 19, really young. And I had my first daughter just after I was 20. And six days after I delivered my first child, I went back to school full time. I was in, in college at the time. And, um, and there was a part of me that felt really guilty because I felt like I needed to be there and taking care of this baby and, and being this healer and this stay-at-home mom. But there was this other part of me that was driven to produce, that wanted to create, that wanted to make money and make an impact and a difference in the world in a bigger way. And it created this guilt inside of me. Now, I loved that I was able to have this aspect of the healer and this aspect of the warrior, and it served me well so many times. But when I was the healer and stepping into those roles, I would miss that producer role of the warrior. And when I was in that warrior role of being the producer, I would feel guilty because I wasn't being at home. And meanwhile, I'm completely ignoring my temptress, right? That fun and flirty part. I got so busy taking care of kids and working hard with school and then taking care of kids and working in my business that I forgot to laugh. I forgot to have fun. I forgot to show up in my in my extraordinary sexiness as a woman. And this impacted my relationship with my ex-husband. And I, I remember actually one time in my life where I, I felt like I'd, I'd figured out the balance between the healer and the warrior. I had created this beautiful business. I was able to be there a lot for my kids. But I remember feeling really like sad and I felt like I was busy all the time and I felt like I wasn't enjoying life. There was a time in my life where my husband actually worked out of town two to three months out of the, or two to three weeks out of the month. And I had these four little kids. It was before my my kids had driver's license and I was running a business. 
And I remember working all day in the business and then my, I would try and be done by the time my kids got home so I could focus on them. And then I would have dinner at like 4.30 and then I would be running kids around from like five until 10 at night. And then I would finally get to relax and take a breath. And I remember thinking, I haven't even laughed once today. I haven't had fun in such a long time. I haven't had time to 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 touch base with that temptress part of me. And I definitely didn't feel sexy when I was, you know, working hard and and at a computer all day and then wearing my sweats and trying to get people to where they needed to go. And then I also was ignoring the queen energy. I got so focused on what I needed to do next, what needed to happen for that day, the next task in front of me that I lost touch of that vision of seeing what was possible in the future. And I definitely got in this mode where I wasn't good at delegating. The queen is the delegator. She's the one that delegates to people and that knows how to let people serve her. And I got into this point in this space in my life where I wasn't allowing people to serve me. And I definitely wasn't delegating. I thought it's just easier to do it myself. It's just faster to do it myself. And so I stepped into that modality. So, it's really important. What I learned was that as I looked at my life, as I stepped back and looked at my life, um, it was, this was about six or seven years ago, I realized that there were definitely things in my life that were missing. I was feeling unhappy. I was feeling depressed. And although I was creating these massive gains in my business, I had a TV show and I've had this radio show. I was speaking on stages. I was meeting celebrities regularly being honored with awards at different events, definitely had the producer thing down. And I felt like I was taking care of my family. And although I was doing those things, I I lost touch with those parts of me that completed me, that made the full divine feminine. So as I started to look at the big picture and say, what do I really want? And step into that queen energy as I started to connect more with my playfulness and relaxing more and just having fun and being carefree, which is that temptress part of me. I began to find this balance and I noticed that I still was able to stay in touch with my warrior, but she was way more in balance now. And so was my healer. So it's just a little bit more about my background, my story and why I'm passionate about teaching women about this, because the fact of the matter is, is that we aren't going to find the happiness and the fulfillment we're looking for if we're stuck in one or two of these aspects and we're ignoring the other ones. In fact, I remember the first time I really laughed and took a break and enjoyed myself after months and months and months of working so hard. At the end of the night, I, as I was driving home, I became overwhelmed with emotion and just started crying because that inner temptress in me had been so ignored. And the other thing I learned as we're focusing on the warrior today is that even though you're paying attention to one or two of these archetypes, it doesn't mean you're in balance with it. So as we go into this warrior, we're going to take a quiz in just a moment before we go to our first break, and we'll find out where you are in terms of being balanced with your warrior. But I want to explain a little bit between what it looks like to be in balance with your warrior and out of balance with your warrior. And keep in mind that this warrior is just one of the four archetypes of the divine feminine, but it's important to have a good relationship with her. So the imbalanced warrior, when you are, have a good relationship with this version or aspect of you, you are focused, determined, you know how to be a producer, and you are a protector. You never have to worry about being safe. You never have to worry 
about feeling like you're in a situation where you won't be taken care of because you're the protector, you're the producer. You know how to get things done. Now, when you're out of balance with this archetype, here's what happens. You become forceful, masculine, insensitive, and harsh. So when you are too focused on this warrior, and and that's where I was at one point with my business, I become really forceful. I was like, what is the next goal? Um, I became very insensitive at times to people just trying to get to that next outcome or that next thing that I wanted, including the needs of the people I loved the, the most in my life. And although it's not my nature to be, be harsh, I feel like at times I probably was more harsh than I normally would be. And it's interesting as I see women that are totally tapped into this warrior, but in a out of balance way, I, this one woman comes to my mind. Um, she is such an amazing businesswoman, brilliant speaker. I'm not going to name any names, amazing businesswoman, brilliant speaker. And she would just bulldoze over anybody in her way to get a stage. She would do anything it would take to get a sale. And consequently, she had a really great business. And but but there were lots of people that when they would talk about what they got at the business, they didn't feel like they were getting what they paid for. They felt like they were being let down. And I watched this woman that I worked with in the professional world destroy and burn all these relationships around her, relationships with other business partners, relationships with romantic partners, relationships with her kids. And although someone might look at her and think, wow, she's a successful woman, I knew that behind closed doors, she was unhappy because she was sacrificing these other archetypes, being balanced and being connected with other human beings and, and having fun and seeing the big picture for the next sale, for the next game. And it created this real stagnation in her life. So maybe you relate to this, but let's just take a quiz right now to find out if you are in connection with your warrior, if you're in balance with this warrior archetype energy. So right now, just want you to pull out a piece of paper and a pen. You can do this on your phone. If you're driving, just do it in your head. It's really simple. On this piece of paper, I'm just going to have you write the numbers one, two, three, four, and five. Now, in a moment, I'm going to read five statements. And after each statement, you're going to rate yourself based on the statement on a scale of one to five. So one would mean never and five means always. One means never and five means always. So first statement, number one, you complete tasks on time. So just rate yourself by the number one, a scale of one to five, assign a number. One means never. You never complete tasks on time. Five would be always. You always complete tasks on time. So just take a moment. Where are you on a scale of one to five on completing tasks on time? Number two, when you say you are going to do something, you do it. You say you're going to do something, you do it. Rate yourself on a scale of one to five. One, never, five, always. Just take a moment, write down your number. Number three, you know how to get results when you need to. You know how to get results when you need to assign yourself a number one to five. 
Number four, you have clear boundaries and do not tolerate people crossing them. Again, assign one to five, you have clear boundaries and do not tolerate people crossing them. All right, and then number five, no matter what, you feel confident that you will be okay in any situation that arises. You feel confident that you will be okay in any situation that arises. Assign yourself a number, number one to five. Now, right now, you should have five numbers. I want you to total up those numbers. And I'm going to read each of these statements one more time just to make sure you got all of them and you've assigned each of them. Number one, meaning never. Five, meaning always. So number one, you complete tasks on time. Number two, when you say you're going to do something, you do it. Number three, you know how to get results when you need to. Number four, you have clear boundaries and do not tolerate people crossing them. And number five, no matter what, you feel confident that you will be okay in any situation that arises. So take a moment, add up your score. You should have a score somewhere between 5 and 25. So add up all the numbers. You should have a score between 5 and 25. Now, if your sum total is above 20, congratulations. You are in touch with your inner warrior. You have a good relationship with this archetype and aspect of you. You're doing pretty well. There's always room for improvement, but you're in touch with her. You're in balance. If you scored between a 12 and 20, it's time to clean up the relationship. There are some spaces or parts in your relationship that are suffering, and you could definitely be more in balance with the warrior. And if your score is under 12, it is crucial for you to reconnect with this part of you right away. If you scored under 12, you're probably having some serious repercussions. You're probably struggling with boundaries. You're probably struggling with getting things done. You're probably struggling with trusting yourself and keeping your word. So it's crucial that you do something right now. So when we come back from break, we're going to go over some of the things that you can do to build a better relationship with your warrior and talk about why this is so important. So don't go anywhere. When you come back, we'll learn more about the warrior and how to have a better relationship with her. Change starts here. Change starts now. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. It's time to unlock some of the best-kept secrets in health, wealth, and happiness. Are you ready to live your life to the fullest and hear insider tips from today's experts? Then tune in to The Forbes Factor with celebrity TV host and inspirational icon, Forbes Riley. She's a best-selling author and TV fitness expert, and you know her from QVC and HSN. Now she brings her expert advice and guests to the Voice America Influencers Channel. Tune in live every Wednesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time and 2 p.m. Eastern Time for The Forbes Factor. We guarantee Guarantee it will be the best hour of your week. You have a message. You want to share that message. You want it to be social, to go viral, and spread across the planet. But how do you get started? Tune into Amplify, featuring host Ken Roshan. This show is here to help you take that message and channel it through the most effective marketing techniques to not only be successful, but have a positive impact on the world. Tune in live Monday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time and 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel and get amplified. 
Do you feel you have a bigger life's purpose than you're currently living? Of course you do. Activate your passion as you tune in to Sovereign Self with host Zofia Renea Morales. Become the conscious creator of your own life. Connect with your most powerful and purposeful self in order to make big things happen for you now. Zofia and her guests are doing this every day and are sharing how you can step into this power too. Listen to Sovereign Self every Monday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. You're tuned in to Spotlight, the Allison H. Larson Show. To find out more about Allison and our program, please visit soulintuition.com. Again, that's soulintuition.com. Now back to Spotlight. Here is Allison H. Larson. If you're just joining us today, welcome to Spotlight. In the first segment, we talked about the four different archetypes, reviewed the four archetypes that make the divine feminine, which of course are the healer, the warrior, the temptress, and the queen. And all four of these aspects of the divine feminine are really important that you have a good relationship with those. The healer is the one that allows us to be connected, to be intuitive, to be nurturing. The warrior is the one that allows us to be productive, that sets boundaries, that takes care of us. The temptress is that fun and flirty and carefree and sexy part of us as women. And then the queen is the one who keeps the big picture in mind. She's the one that knows what the long-term visions and goals are, is able to delegate, and then, of course, allows the people in her kingdom to serve her too. So when all four of these are in alignment, you have a good relationship and you're in balance with all four of these archetypes, that creates the divine feminine. It creates the space where we as women feel like we can create anything we want, where we feel balanced and flow, abundant, peaceful, happy, connected, and we have access to our full femme intuition. And you may have noticed, and just take a moment and think, when are some times in your life where you felt aligned with your goddess, where you felt aligned with all four of these archetypes, where you felt like it was easy to create, where you seemed to manifest abundance into your life? And think back if you had a good relationship with all four of these archetypes. It's kind of interesting to think about. And then think about the times when you felt out of balance, when you felt stressed, when you felt like you had to struggle to be able to create something and ask yourself during those times, were you out of balance? Did you not have a good relationship with some of these archetypes? So today we're focusing on the warrior. And just to review the warrior, the warrior is this archetype of the divine feminine that's closest to the masculine. And in fact, oftentimes when a woman gets out of balance with her warrior, she'll say something like, oh, I'm just too much of my masculine energy, right? But the warrior is a very divine feminine energy when you're in balance with her. This is the part of you that's super focused, right? You have a goal. You know what you want, and you don't lose focus. You don't get distracted. You're determined. You will do what it takes to meet your goals without being too forceful, insensitive, harsh, or masculine, because that's the out of balance. So you're determined in a very beautiful, feminine, flowing way that takes into consideration the feelings and the needs of yourself and the people around you. 
when you're balanced with the warrior, of course, you're a producer, you know how to get things done. And you're a protector, you know how to set boundaries. For me, it was really interesting for me to recognize where I was out of balance with my warrior. And there was a time in my life where I really got to be in tune and in touch with this aspect of me and develop and build a good relationship. And this was right after my divorce. So I got married when I was 19, as I said earlier. And I, although I had my own business and did my own things, my ex-husband had always been the primary breadwinner. That's the culture I grew up in. That's what I was always taught. The man should be the provider. The man should be the protector. And he was. And so when our relationship no longer aligned and it became inevitable that it was time to graduate from that relationship, my biggest fear was, and this is, was a true real fear of mine, was that I was going to be homeless on the street, was that I wouldn't be able to take care of myself, that I wouldn't be able to take care of my kids. And even though this seems illogical, I have lots of friends and family that I could have lived with. This was a real fear of mine. And what I realized was that although at times I had a good relationship with my wear or I was in balance with her, I was not in trust with her. I did not trust this part of me that could provide. I didn't trust the part of me that could protect. I've never had to before. And so I... I remember the biggest factor in keeping me from getting a divorce earlier. In reality, I probably should have gotten a divorce two or three years before I did. And because it just wasn't, the relationship wasn't working anymore. The kids were suffering. He wasn't happy. I wasn't happy. But the biggest thing that kept me from moving forward with that was this fear that I wouldn't be taken care of. So as I was contemplating divorce, and then right after I got divorced, I really had to learn how to trust and rely on this part of myself, trust that I could be a provider, that I knew how to be focused and determined enough to make money, that I could be a protector, that I could set the boundaries in my own life, and both in my physical world, also my emotional world and my spiritual world to keep me safe in those areas. And it was so empowering when month after month after month preceding my divorce, I was able to make money. I was able to to bring the things into my business that I needed, both resource-wise and people-wise, to be able to take care of myself and my kids. And I was able to set the boundaries to be able to feel safe in my house. I remember one of the, the first couple of nights after my divorce when I didn't have my kids. I was alone in this new house that I had gotten, and I, I hated being alone. I wasn't used to it. I'd grown up as the oldest of five children, and then I'd gotten married. I'd had roommates in college for a year, and then I'd gotten married and always been with my ex-husband, and we had kids right away, and then I had four kids, and they always had friends over. And I remember being so scared and lonely that I used to go to the gym and work out to like midnight or one o'clock. I had a membership to a 24-hour gym that had like a spa and a showers and a restaurant there. And And I would just try not to be alone as much as possible because I felt scared. Like I literally felt scared. Every noise I would hear in the house, I'd be like, oh my gosh, what is that? But as I began to trust myself and also to trust my warrior intuition, I knew that I would be okay. 
And one of the most profound experiences I had with this was during one of the events and programs that we were running, and and this was after my divorce, um, we challenged people to take a walk in the dark. This wasn't my idea. It was one of my business partner ideas. But he said, go take a walk in the dark and see what you learn about yourself. And we said, you know, make sure it's a, a safe neighborhood or whatever, but go out after dark and take a walk. And this just horrified me. I... Every time I went outside, especially at dark alone, I would think about all the possibilities, all the what ifs. What if this happened to me? What if that happened to me? What if I got raped? What if I got robbed? What if a dog attacked me? All these what ifs would come and I would have myself so scared that I would be frozen and I would never want to walk in the dark. But as one of the leaders of the program, I thought, wow, I really need to experience this. I need to step up and be an example to the people in the program. So I remember going out in the dark and being all alone in this park by my house. And at first I was really scared. And then all of a sudden the thought came to me, what if the world was actually a safe place? And what if you actually had the intuition to know where you needed to be and when a place or a situation wasn't safe and you just left? And immediately in that moment, I had this peaceful calm come over. And for the first time, I noticed the beautiful trees around me and how they looked in the moonlight. And I looked up and I saw the stars. And I felt completely safe. And then after about five or 10 minutes, I just got this thought, it's time to go home now. And I started walking and I thought, oh, this is what the warrior intuition is. I just knew when it was time to leave. And that was the warrior intuition telling me, It's time to go. Either it's not safe here anymore or you're needed somewhere else. In that moment, I established such a trust, a trust with myself and my warrior intuition that I would always be safe. That if I was ever in an unsafe situation, that my intuition would guide me and lead me out of that. So let's talk a little bit more about what you can do to become more connected with your warrior. One of the things on here that we ask in the quiz is, do you complete tasks on time? And this is really an interesting question because I want you to tune into this. Maybe you assigned yourself a number, but were you assigning the number based on if you complete tasks on time for other people? Or were you assigning that number on whether you complete tasks on time for yourself? And this also goes along with number two, which is when you say you are going to do something, you do it. Tune in. When you wrote your number, were you thinking about if you fulfilled your commitments to other people or if you fulfilled your commitments to yourself? And this is where the feminine warrior, it's really an interesting balance because oftentimes I see in women that they're such fierce warriors for other people, that they are fierce protectors for their kids and their communities and their businesses. But when it comes time to keep the word that they have to themselves, or to complete their tasks and the things that they're wanting to do, they aren't powerful in their word. So here, here's an example of this. An example of this would be setting your alarm clock for 6 a.m. or 6.30 a.m. and telling yourself, hey, I'm going to go work out, which is a very warrior thing to do. That will awaken the warrior in you as you're lifting weights and as you're running and as you're tuning into this rawness and strength of your body. It's a very warrior thing to do, but how often have you set your alarm for 6 or 6.30 and you've told yourself, I'm going to get up, I'm going to go to the gym, and then you push snooze and you don't do it. 
maybe it's just me that can relate to this, but I've done this so many times. And what I found is the more I do this, the less I trust myself, the less I actually trust that I'm going to do things. And what I find is that what is showing up in one area of my life is showing up in all areas of my life. And this is the biggest thing that keeps people from achieving their goals. Now, the other thing that I see is, you know, if the kids need something or somebody in your business needs something as a woman, you will show up for them. You will be on time. You will complete the task. But when it comes time to taking time for yourself or doing the things that you need to do to be able to reach your personal goals, you don't show up. You don't complete those tasks. You make those secondary on your list and you put everybody above you. So this can be a problem. It can cause you to create this relationship with your warrior full of mistrust. And when it comes time for you to listen to that warrior intuition about what you should do, how you should make money, um, what you should create in your life, or whether you're safe or not, you don't trust yourself. Because why should you? You haven't shown up for yourself before. Why would you show up for yourself now? So it's really important that you fulfill your word to yourself. This is one of the biggest aspects of the feminine warrior. This is one of the biggest things you can do to create a beautiful and good relationship with her. Show up. And if you set a goal for yourself, make sure that you set as a priority the things you need to do to fulfill that goal. Now, you may be saying, but what if the kids need me? Or what if somebody on my business needs me? Well, there may be times where there's an emergency and you need to set those things aside. But if you do that consistently, there's always emergencies that are arising or always things that are more important, then you're never going to get things done that you want to get done. And you lose touch with that producer part of that feminine energy. All right, let's talk about the next statement on the quiz is you know how to get results when you need to. I want you to really think about this. The last time that you needed to get results, were you able to do it? The last time you needed to get results, were you able to do it? Now, this is where it's really interesting because when I'm in my warrior mode, When I'm in balance and I need to get results, I'm doing things like focusing through meditation. I'm asking myself a question, how do I get more clients into my business? I'm going into meditation, and then I'm writing down the first action steps that come to my mind after that meditation. I'm asking myself a question before bed to feed my intuition, my subconscious mind. I'm sleeping all night, and then I'm waking up writing down the action steps and doing them, the first inspired action steps that come to my mind. Now, that's how the in-balance warrior gets results. How does the out-of-balance warrior get results? Well, they do anything to get the results. They don't care about hurting people's feelings. They don't care on step, stepping on people. They don't care about being in integrity even at some time. And I'm sure you've all felt this forcefulness, this real masculine out-of-balance energy with the warrior when you've had to get something done. So as you tune into this and think about how you answered this question, When you're getting results in the imbalance way, you're doing that with focus and determination and meditation and inspired action steps. And when you're out of balance, you're doing this with with bulldozing over people and screaming at people and making people do things and forcing things to happen. And that's the out of balance warrior. So 
right now, if you're trying to be more in balance with your word, just think, what is something, a result you want to get in your life? And just practice. Practice the focused meditation. Go do a yoga class and be focused about that. When I'm in yoga, I'm doing warrior two and I'm looking out through my fingertips and I always have my goal or my focus. Maybe it's earning $10,000 that week. Maybe it's uh, building a better relationship, whatever that is. I have that intention. And as I look at my drishti or focal point, I'm focused on that thing that I want to create. And then after yoga class, whatever thoughts come to my mind, I write those down and I do those inspired action steps. So the next statement, you have clear boundaries and do not tolerate people crossing them. Do you have clear boundaries? If you're wanting to build a better relationship with your warrior, if you're wanting to be more in balance with this feminine archetype, then you need to be able to assess in your life where you have good boundaries and where you don't. And if there's somewhere in your life that you don't have good boundaries, it's time to commit to yourself that you're going to create boundaries around them and that you, you really enforce those boundaries. I remember in my life, one of the times that got me most thrown off with being out of balance with my feminine warrior was a time in my life when I was just so much of my healer. I was trying to help and serve and fix everybody's problems. And I never said no to anything. I never said no. And I had a woman working for me at the time who had these beautiful children, but she'd just gone through a devastating divorce. There had been some abuse things with that. And I, I said, listen, if you'll work for me, I'll watch your kids while you go to work. Well, that turned into her asking me to watch her kids while she went on dates and while she went grocery shopping. And I basically became a full-time mother to these children. And they had some really intense emotional problems that I wasn't equipped to deal with. And four small children of my own, I was trying to run a business and, and, but I just felt like I could never tell her no. And because I didn't set that boundary, because I didn't tell her no occasionally, got to the point where I finally had to say, I can't watch your children again. There were problems created with my children and in my life, and it made me really sad. And I realized if I just set more clear boundaries earlier on and been more respectful of myself and what I was needing in my life, that it wouldn't have come to that. I would have been able to help her occasionally still. And then finally, the last thing on this Warrior Connection quiz, the last statement was, no matter what, you feel confident you will be okay in any situation that arises. This comes back to the walk in the dark. This comes back to trusting your intuition, your warrior's intuition about safety. And it doesn't mean that hard situations aren't going to arise. It doesn't mean that there are never going to be people that are bad and want to hurt you. That happens. But if you are in tune with your warrior's intuition, you're always going to get a warning. Um, I remember one time I was in Portland with my mom and my sister, and we had been taking the train places and we had accidentally gotten off at the wrong stop. And it was a really rough neighborhood. And I said, well, no problem. We'll just wait till the next train comes. Suddenly, as we were there at the train station, I got this beep, beep, beep warning in my head, start walking right now. So I said, okay, I'm going to listen to my intuition. I told my mom and my sister, let's start walking. And I noticed as we started walking that there were two men that started following us that looked a little bit shady. And they started picking up their pace and getting closer and closer to us. I was getting worried, but just then we, we got to a corner and we turned the corner and around the corner was a policeman on his bicycle. And as soon as the men turned the corner and saw the policeman, they immediately turned around and started walking the other way. And we just simply walked to the next train stop, got on, and then got off where we needed to. And who knows what would have happened. But 
it was beautiful to know that nothing did because I listened to my intuition, I trusted it, and I act on that warrior's intuition. When we come back, I'm going to be giving you specific tips and tools about more things you can do to get more fully connected with your warrior and leaving you with some words of encouragement about how to align with your divine feminine. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. This is the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be inspired. Tune in to the soul of enterprise, business, and the knowledge economy with co-hosts Ron Baker and Ed Klass. Ron and Ed will show you how to recognize that wealth is created by intellectual capital. It's all in the possibilities that we can create and that are created for us. These possibilities are destined to be discovered by human imagination and through the service of others, creating a brighter future for all of us. The soul of enterprise is heard live every Friday at noon Pacific time, 3 p.m. Eastern time on the Voice America Influencers Channel with the replay on Fridays at 1 p.m. Pacific Time and 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Get Unchained. Tune in every Monday for Jane Unchained on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Featuring nationally recognized, best-selling author, TV journalist, and social media influencer, Jane Velez Mitchell. This program takes you inside a trending lifestyle that's the next wave of human evolution. It all starts on your plate. If you want to revolutionize your life, get happier, more energized, then discover the secret. Tune in to Jane Unchained Mondays at 10 a.m. Pacific Time and 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Sustainable success is just around the corner. If you are an entrepreneur, business leader, or anybody looking for their next level of success, tune into Sustainable Success with host Chris Salem. Did you know that the path to success is a long path that started many years ago? The path you started on then determines what is happening now. Chris and his amazing guests in their field will help you navigate the path to sustainable success every Thursday at 12 noon Eastern Time and 9 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. You're tuned in to Spotlight, the Allison H. Larson Show. To find out more about Allison and our program, please visit soulintuition.com. Again, that's soulintuition.com. Now back to Spotlight. Here is Allison H. Larson. Welcome back to Spotlight. Today's focus is on that divine feminine warrior, that really important archetype of the divine feminine that allows you to be focused, determined to be that producer and protector when you're in alignment and in balance with her. And of course, being out of balance with the divine warrior can cause us to be forceful, masculine, insensitive, and harsh as women. So we've taken a quiz. You've determined where you are in your relationship with your warrior. Um, we've talked about some of the aspects. Let's, let's get down and talk about some of the practices that can help you to align more fully with your warrior. So one of the most beautiful things about this warrior when she's in balance, she can produce results in her life, but she doesn't produce them through force. She produces them in flow. So how do you step into this state of flow as this warrior? If we think about a warrior, we think about somebody who's often masculine. But I want you to picture in your mind right now an archeress. 
somebody who knows how to get what they want, who finds their target in a way that's not forceful and is able to aim or get her target. So think about an archeress and um, she's there at target practice and she's, she is focused and determined as she looks at her arrow, she pulls back her bow, she lets go, that arrow flies swift and straight. So what are some ways in your life that you can be more in feminine flow, more in focus as the warrior? Well, I mentioned a couple before, but I'm going to mention some more now. One is this idea of yoga. Yoga is beautiful or some kind of practice where you're in body movement. Um, This could be strength training, but maybe your strength training while listening to something that inspires you and causes you to be more focused on what you want. Maybe it's that you're in a yoga class. And as you set your intention for the yoga class and, and pick your drishti points, you're focused on what it is you're wanting to create as you move your body. The feminine warrior loves to move her body, but she doesn't know way that's very focused and determined. Um, other great ways to focus are meditation, but meditation with a focus So one of the things that I teach is how do we step more into this intuition as a producer, as a warrior? Well, number one, figure out what it is you're wanting to produce. What are the results you're wanting to see in your life? What is your intention? And then once you find that intention, these are the three eyes to increase your intuition. Number one is intention. Number two, turn it into an inquiry. So if your intention is how do I create $10,000 in my business? Or if your intention is to create $10,000 in your business this month, then your question will be, how can I create $10,000 in my business? It's really important to add a so that, so that I can more fully serve the world. Maybe your intention is to show up as a more calm and loving mother. So your question would be, how can I show up in a more calm and loving way as a mother so that I can have a beautiful relationship with my children. So turn it into an inquiry. And then number three, get your inspired action steps. Now, the best way to do this is to tap in your intuition, your subconscious. So ask your question, your inquiry before you go to bed and then write down your action steps, your inspired action steps, just as you wake up in the morning when you're still in that subconscious state, when you're still in tune with your subconscious brain, with that intuitive part of you and allow those answers to flow through you. Don't force them. Or ask this question going into meditation and just as you come out where you're still in that meditative flow state, allow the three inspired action steps to flow through you in answer to that question. So you'd read your question again and then write down what are three inspired action steps that would help you to produce $10,000 in your business or that could help you be a more patient and loving mother. And this is a really great way to have that focus. Now, number two is determined. And it's important to be determined as a woman, especially when you're in this warrior mode. And in fact, I see so many women give up. They have a goal. They even have great strides towards their goal, but they just lose that determination. So how do you strengthen the muscle of determination, especially when it comes to doing it in flow? Well, one of the greatest ways uh, that I have found to do this is to celebrate my successes. So every night before I go to bed, I figure out what's my intention. I write down an inquiry. Sometimes it's the same. Sometimes it's different. When I wake up in the morning, I write down my inspired action steps when I'm still in that state of being linked to my subconscious. And then I go and do those action steps throughout the day. I just do them. And I only write down one, two, or three action steps. I never write down more than three. And I always write down at least one. 
But then here's the key at the end of the day, before I go to bed, I take time to celebrate. Did I complete that action step? If I did, I just take a moment of gratitude and to feel good about it. You see, our bodies and our brains work on rewards. And if all of our goals are long-term and we are always setting ourselves up for failure, I can't tell you how many times as a personal trainer, I heard somebody say, I'm never going to eat sugar again for the rest of my life. I'm like, well, that's going to be a fail. And if for some miracle it wasn't, the only time you would get to celebrate that was like the moment before you died. So set up wins, set up action steps that you can complete daily and celebrate those. And as you strengthen that muscle, as you as you feed yourself rewards, you'll become more determined because you'll realize that you have more wins in your life than you do losses. And when the losses do come, you're like, oh, well, because I've got a bank account. I've got this evidence of 10 wins to every one loss, 10 successes to every one failure. So that's how you strengthen that muscle. The next is to be a producer. So the imbalanced feminine warrior is a producer. So pick one thing in your life that you can create today. Pick, pick one thing to produce. And there's different ways to be a producer. So sometimes as women or as humans, we think producer just means producing money, right? Earning money. There's many different ways to be a producer. You can use your resourcefulness to produce more time or more assets in your family or your business. You can produce delicious food by making a recipe. You can produce results in your physical body by signing up for a marathon or half marathon. And one of the things that I love to do when I'm feeling like I'm getting out of touch with this feminine warrior is I love to sign up for like a half marathon or to enroll myself in something that I know that I'm going to have to work towards. So when I was feeling out of touch with my feminine warrior around the time of my divorce, I thought, it's been years since I've run a half marathon. I'm going to sign up for the half marathon. And I'm going to prove to myself that I can produce the result of running a half marathon. And of course, I tapped into this focus and determination to be able to complete that goal. I now had clarity. I, I knew because I had the path, the plan printed out, how, how much I would need to go to the gym, how long I would need to run every day to prepare for that. And then I did it. And the great thing was I was able to celebrate these successes along the way. And then when I finally ran that half marathon, it felt so good. And I knew that I could show up for myself and I knew I could trust myself. And I wasn't first place and that was okay, but I was a big winner because I was able to be powerful in my word because I used my focus, my determination to produce the results in my life. And then another aspect of the feminine warrior that allows you to be in balance with this beautiful feminine energy is the protector. Again, this is all about setting boundaries. So if you're really wanting to strengthen this part of the feminine warrior, just take time today, maybe even in this moment now, and jot down a few areas in your life where you feel like you could set some boundaries, where you are feeling unsafe because you don't have those boundaries. Maybe it's that you can't tell people no or you struggle with that. 
Maybe it's that you need to set boundaries around your time. Maybe you're feeling tired and you aren't protecting your time. Maybe it's that you need to set some physical boundaries. Maybe there's somebody in your life that's been crossing the line lately and it makes you feel unsafe because they're touching you in a way or treating you in a way or saying things to you in a way that doesn't make you feel good or safe. Maybe it's that you feel like you need to get a dog because you want to physically have protection in your house or an alarm system. So think about and really tune in and tap into the areas of your life which you feel like you need to set boundaries and then pick one and do it. Set that boundary and enforce that boundary. So again, when the warrior's in balance, she's focused, she's determined, she's a producer and she's a protector. And of course, I love to name my feminine warrior. And I would encourage you to create a name for all four of these archetypes. And that way, when you're feeling like, oh, gosh, I need to call on my warrior right now, you can call on her by name. My, my name for my feminine warrior, She-Ra. I don't know if any of you are old enough to remember He-Man and She-Ra, but she was always the archetype of this divine feminine warrior. She was such, so divine, but yet so strong, had such clear boundaries and was able to produce things. So decide. What is your name going to be for your feminine warrior? And remember, as you're focusing on your feminine warrior, we've talked the past couple of weeks about the healer. Don't lose touch with your healer. It's really important to have these balanced out. Of course, we're going to balance it out with our temptress, which we'll talk about in the next week or two. And then we're going to balance that out with focusing on our queen. When you have these beautiful balances between all of your archetypes, then you're going to feel as a woman so connected. You're going to know that you can be the creator of your life, but you're able to create and flow. You're able to attract abundance into your life, be able to be happy, and you'll have access to your full and femme intuition because the truth is that when we align with our truth, miracles are inevitable. When we align with the truth of who we are, miracles are inevitable. And you will see them in your life. And you'll notice as you implement the things that we talked about today with the warrior, you'll notice that you will be attracting miracles into your life. And the biggest miracle of all, perhaps, will be the peace of mind and the safety that comes with knowing that you are connected and protected by your divine feminine warrior. I'm Allison H. Larson. If you want to learn more about the feminine archetypes and how to tap in your feminine intuition, the free masterclass that I offer, simply go to fem-intuition.com. That's www.fem-intuition.com for an interactive masterclass, diving more fully into the four archetypes and helping you to align with the divine. Hope to see you there. And until next time, I'm Allison H. Larson, and you've been listening to Spotlight. for making us a part of your week. Spotlight, the Allison H. Larson Show, can be heard live every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time and 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Now, go make a difference and be sure to tune in again for the next show.